Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. AEW bringing back its ranking system. There's a backstage update on WWE and AEW interest in Camille. There's also a spoiler on a former WWE star who appeared at this weekend's TNA TV tapings and a former champion bids farewell to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Hello and welcome to the Soul Sunday News here with myself, Andrew Pollard at What Culture Wrestling. I hope you're well. I hope you're good. I hope you're having a great weekend. And now let's get into some wrestling chatter. And first and foremost, AEW is bringing back an old staple. Yes, the ranking system is to return um tony khan announced this on x last night it was also announced on aw collision last night the ranking system that was that was a big deal that was a big um part of the aw product before it even launched it was announced well aw launched in 2019 and but prior to that launch aw announced as part of a sports-based approach they would have a ranking system in place which it's a great idea. It was a really fun idea. It's like, oh my God, that's that's kind of cool. Wins and losses automatically matter because rankings, you can climb the rankings, you can drop the rankings. Um, there's this, as mentioned, the sports-based approach. It's a way to establish title contenders and uh, throw up some, some shocks, some surprises. And it worked really well at times. And then other times, yeah. Not so much so because it got to a point in 2022 uh, where AEW just kind of quietly stopped paying attention to the ranking system, but the ranking system was still in place. So it just looked stupid. There was a particular time of FTR, actually, yeah, FTR t-shirt there, repping the boys, Dax and Cash. Um, but yes, there was a point in time where FTR were like the number one ranked team but every for the, the tag team titles, but like every other team seemed to get a title shot and it went on for weeks and it just makes no sense. Uh, and then, uh, of course, the, the rankings just disappeared they stopped they stopped being a thing that was towards the end of 2022 in fact the latest rankings here because the rankings are still up on uh, on aw's website uh the most recent rankings are the 31st of august 2022 where do you know who the number one contender is for the men's world title CEM Punk, CEM Punk. Yes, uh, John Moxie is shown as the AW World Champion. Thunder Rosa as the AW Women's Champion. Jade Cargill, uh, of course, in WWE now as the TBS Champion. Wardlow as the TNT Champion. Pack as the All Atlantic Champion, which is a title belt that doesn't even exist anymore because it's been replaced by the international title. Uh, and also the long defunct uh, Swerve in Our Glory, such an awful name. I still uh, ridiculous. Uh, are the AW Tag Team Titles according to the rankings? The most recent rankings on the AW website so to me the ranking system coming back 
it could be great. Um, of course, it's it's very much it could be uh, because it, it all depends how things are handled from here on out. Obviously, if they're bringing this back, they're going to emphasize it in a major way from the get go. Um, uh, now, in terms of when it's coming back, Tony Khan said it'll be back in place by January. Well, by the end of January. So what? We're on the twenty first of January there. As I look at my uh, my clock on my, on my computer here, so expect them back immediately, imminently. Uh, and let us know in the comments whether you think the ranking system can work, whether you think it will make improvements to AEW, or whether you think it might hinder AEW. Let us know in those comments. Be nice. It's a Sunday. We're all here for some fun and some wrestling fun. Um, and uh, moving on to our next topic, and it's Camille, one of the biggest, hottest free agents in the game right now is Camille, the former NWA Women's World Champion. Uh, previously, it had been noted that WWE had interest in her, and she was also backstage at AEW Dynamite last week, last Wednesday. Now, that visit to AEW Dynamite was said to just be simply a case of visiting friends because she's relatively local to the area. I believe she's from she's from one of the Car Carolinas, and Dynamite was in one of the Carolinas. Uh, so uh, there we go. Specifics from me on a Sunday. Uh, but yes, now Fightful Selective added to that, that that said that while Camille was indeed backstage at AEW, she also spoke to several people of influence which of course will stoke rumors that she could well end up being hashtag all elite added to that this report also notes that WWE made overtures to sign her in recent weeks um, of course there was speculation that WWE had interest in bringing Camille in and putting her in the NXT brand which I think would be a really good fit I know some people might expect it to go straight to the main roster but I think you could this is somebody that's that only began wrestling in what 2017 um a bulk of a career was spent during a pandemic uh, where obviously wrestling wasn't as frequent a thing, especially for NWA talents. Uh, and so I, I think she's only 30 years of age. Uh, I think NXT would be a great way to introduce her to the WWE audience. Get, a, I don't know, just have a good assessment of her. Maybe just a, a short kind of six month stint there, maybe a year and then bring it up to the main roster. But of course she could end up in AEW. Um, now this is somebody who held the AEW, well, the, the NWA Women's World title for over 800 days, defeating Serena Deeb in, when was that? Uh, 2020, middle of 2020? I believe it was middle of 2020. And then she went on to defend it against kind of TV names, names that people know, like Chelsea Green, like Layla Hirsch, like Melina, uh, like Taryn Terrell, uh, Taya Valkyrie, Alison Kay, of course, a former NWA Women's World Champion as well. Um, so as it stands, Camille last worked in November uh, and she essentially turned down the option to take up an option uh, to extend her AW contract by six months and instead is now exploring free agency. Uh, and I think it's a, it's a fun get to whoever gets it, whether it is a WWE, whether it is AW, whether it is Impact Wrestling. Sorry, sorry. TNA, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. TNA Wrestling. By the way, TNA, the first episode of, of the new television show under the, the rebranded name. Great. A whole lot of fun. Hard to kill. Absolutely fantastic show. Go and check out TNA. It's absolutely killing it right now. Uh, but yes, wherever Camille ends up, I think it'll be a fun get. People will talk about Mercedes Monet. People will talk about Julia. And in terms of free agents, uh, I, I think I think Camille's a really, it's, it's a really interesting one to see where she goes. And now speaking of TNA wrestling, uh, this is a spoiler now for an upcoming episode of TNA TV. Uh, this weekend's TV tapings saw Big Demo appear as in the former Killian Dane. Yes, of once of sanity. Uh, now, if you've not been keeping up with TNA, Frankie Xarian, Eric Young have been teaming. Uh, last weekend on TV, last weekend, last week, this just past week on TV, saw Kaz turn on Eric Young after they lost against the grizzled young veterans. And how cool is it to see GYV back? Yes, as the grizzled young veterans. None of that dyad uh, dross. No, no, man. It's good to see those guys back and, and absolutely killing it. But yes, after EY and Kaz lost to GYV, um, there was a, an attack on Eric Young from Kazarian. And so this weekend's TV tapings, 
saw uh, basically obviously Eric Young out for some sort of redemption, some revenge, redemption in the word revenge we'll go with uh, on Kaz. Uh, and Kazarian said that, you know, the only way I'll give you a match is if you, uh, what was the term I saw floating around? Banish the ghost of your past. And out came Big Demo, Killian Dane, who of course was in Sanity which was led by Eric Young. Eric Young did get the win, um, and uh, we'll see where this story goes next. But it, it, it's an interesting one with Big Demo because he's a very talented dude who um, who could have done a lot more in WWE. Um, and I think if if maybe he ends up in, in in TNA for a little while, if this is the start of a run, if it's a one-off, hey, it's a great it's a great little one-off. But to me, I think if I'm TNA wrestling, I'm looking at him and thinking, yeah, we can do something with this guy. Um, but then I, I think that for any of the, the promotions because. Big Demo Killing Dane is a great talent now. Of course, Sanity was formed in back in 2016 in NXT. Originally, Eric Young, Sawyer Fulton, Alexander Wolf, and Nikki Cross. Uh, Sawyer Fulton will leave, uh, shortly be replaced by Killian Dane. Uh, and that group, they get up to the main roster. They would, as many NXT talents have over the years, they were done dirty on the main roster, quietly uh, split up. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then <laughs> pretty much most of the people involved will let go from the company, apart from Nikki Cross. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Big Demo's no stranger to TNA because he, he wrestled for the company back in 2016 as part of a, a, their UK tour. Wrestled three matches, two of which were actually won by Eric Young. There we go. Throwing out some uh, trivia for you on, a, on this Solo Sunday News. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And one last story before we get to your questions. Tamatonga has said his farewells, emotional farewells in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, this was uh, yesterday, uh, uh, New Japan's new beginning, the Goya show, where he went in as the never openweight champion against Evil, lost that title to Evil, a whole, whole, whole bunch of interference. In fact, at one point, the match was ruled a double disqualification. Tama, the fighting champion babyface, didn't want that match to, to go down like that. So he restarted the match, demanded the match be restarted, and then he lost uh, because again more interference uh in fact it was uh ren narita who hit him from the back and then evil pinned him one two three evil now the the new never open weight champion 
which I'm sure lots of people will be very thrilled about. <laughs> but yes, uh, I think we'll go into this match. I think pretty sure everybody who keeps up with New Japan Pro Wrestling was expecting Tama to drop that title because uh, at Wrestle Kingdom 18 earlier this month, he announced plans that at the end of January, he will be finishing up with New Japan. So after this match against Evil, Tama got the microphone, did an emotional farewell, thanked the fans um, and bowed for, for, for the crowd there. Um, and yeah, it looks like Tamatonga is now done with New Japan Pro Wrestling. I did see some scuttling rumors out there, some rumblings that he may work a couple of dates more. So we'll have to see on that. But for all intents and purposes, Tama is done with New Japan Pro Wrestling. His deal, I believe, is, is finishing up at the end of January. Um, and then this is the question now of like, what is next for Tamatonga? This is somebody who's spent the best part of 14 years in New Japan Pro Wrestling. 14 years living in Japan, traveling back into Japan. He's a founding member of... Bullet Club. Yes, Bullet Club has had its, its highs and its lows over the years, but but at its best, Tamatonga has been there right in the middle of it all. Um, so he's it's it's an interesting one again with this because last year there was there was reports that WWE had extremely strong interest in Tamatonga, um, and you'd imagine that that the interest is probably still there um, because you know not much has changed. In, in fact, it was. Because WWE, of course, had that essentially um, uh, a freeze on on hiring talent. Uh, yeah, and, and Tamatonga seems to have been maybe one of them where, just from this is me spitballing, but from reading between the lines and reading the stories last year, it's seen that Triple H was really keen on Tamatonga, but the company was like, yeah, but we're not really hiring anybody, so yeah, unlucky. Um, so now, obviously, with Triple H in full control creatively um, and having lots of say and lots of sway, and also the fact that WWE are hiring people again. You'd imagine that interest is going to be there. You'd also imagine, though, there will be strong interest as well from AEW. There's probably going to be strong interest from TNA Wrestling. Uh, and Tamatonga is just, I feel right now, he's one of those people where he can have his pick of wherever he wants to go. Um, now, he's already said his reasoning for the part in New Japan Pro Wrestling was that just simply he wanted to spend more time at home. He wanted to be closer to home. He wanted to spend more time with his family, which is absolutely completely understandable, especially when this is somebody who, as mentioned, spent 14 years back and forth to Japan. Um, so yeah, that's one to keep an eye on. And I think, who, again, whoever, maybe I'm, I'm, I always get told off being too positive, but maybe I'm, I'm too positive, but I'm just going to say it again. The same thing I've said about Camille, whoever gets Tamatonga, it's a great get. Um, right, let's get to your questions. Where are we? Hector Garcia the third's got in touch. Hey Hector, um, hello Culture Left Back, that'd be me. Uh, happy Solo Sunday, happy Sunday to you Hector. When wrestlers work in other promotions, are the booking decisions solely solely up to the host organization or does it depend on the stature of the wrestler, i.e. Moxley in GCW, I assume TK has the last call on the result. Um, I think it, it varies with various talents. Um, I mean, when, say for instance, you've got one of your massive stars going to promotion, if you're the I was going to say the owner of that person. But if you're the owner of that person's contract, you're the, the primary base of that person, the primary organization behind that person, if that makes sense. So basically, if you're Tony Khan and you've got Moxie going to GCW or somewhere, yeah, you're going to want, because Moxie's such a major star, you're going to want him to look as strong as possible. So ideally, you're going to want him to win. There are going to be circumstances where maybe the talent will say, like, look, no, I, I know you want me to win. I've got to look strong for AEW, but I really want to put this guy over or this girl over or whatever. Or I'm doing the favors back. It's like when Brian Danielson uh, wrestled at Wrestle Kingdom 18. We all, well, I'd say most people going into that knew that Danielson was going to lose because, I mean, you're not going to have Kazuchika Okada go to AEW and tap out. Tap out. That's it. Danielson tapped out Okada. That just really does not happen at all. That's that's very rare. So you're not going to have someone like Okada 
go and tap out to Danielson and then in a rematch, you know, you're not going to kind of like go, yeah, okay, we'll give you that, but we're going to have that match come back on our terms and our guy's going to win. So yeah, it's, it's a, it depends on the talent. Uh, right. And even Manis has got in touch. Hey, Andy, um, should WWE have kept the reveal of Pete Dunne until the Royal Rumble? I think it would have gotten some pop. I love Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne's brilliant. Um, I'd imagine yourself, Andy, you are a fan of Pete Dunne too. And I imagine lots of people watching this are a fan of Pete Dunne. Uh, for me, I don't I don't think it would have... I mean, it would have got a nice pop at the Royal Rumble. Um, I don't think it would have been a major deal. Pete Dunne, Butch being rebranded as Pete Dunne, is, is very nice. I like it. It's, it's great. I'm happy to see it. But I don't think it's such a... I don't think it's a major, major deal in the sense of like, oh my God, the crowd's going to lose its mind when, you know, number seven pops up at the Royal Rumble and Pete Dunne comes on the... Uh, I mean, I'd lose my mind if you went back to his old theme tune. That That's the one bit I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for, but I don't think we're going to be getting that. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm okay with it happening on SmackDown. If it happened at the Rumble, great. Uh, Reese Macy's got in touch. If Seth misses Mania, do you think Brock versus Punk for the belt could be on the cards? And would Brock do the job for Phil? Brock would do the job for Phil. Brock would do the job for drew gulak if if the money was right um and i like drew gulak that's no uh disrespect to him just think of somebody you know a little bit lower on the the, the totem pole um yeah I, I think brock lesnar is one of them he's at the point in his career now where you, you're, you're paying me what do you want me to do you want me to lose cm punk great no worries nice one uh, i'll take my check and i'm gonna fly back to canada and go hunting uh that's that's the brock lesnar formula these days uh as for brock versus punk uh I kind of feel like not. I was I was having this discussion with a friend of mine a couple of days ago, and I think that if Seth has to miss WrestleMania, and you still want CM Punk going after that world title, I the world heavyweight title, the Raw title, I, to me, I think some somehow, some way, you get to Drew McIntyre and, and and CM Punk. I think that's that's the next logical step. I think Brock Lesnar. Ideally, I want Brock Lesnar and Gunther. So as well, I'm, I'm thinking of that because I'm being very selfish and just like just give me Brock and Gunther. I'll be very happy with that. So yeah, for me, I would if, if Seth's not able, I'd try and get Drew in there, and I'd probably end night one with a cash in from Damian Priest. Uh, Andy Brennan's got in touch. I'm going to try and get through these quickly because rambling Sunday caffeinated. When does Jeff Hardy retire, or does he live the gimmick and just keep going like on Rampage versus Derby and keep it all in the ring until his body says no more? He's my favorite, but I just want him to slow down. I mean, his body's been telling him no more for a, a long old time with Jeff Hardy. One of the, the greats, um, just such a, uh, an innovator. Um, just and People talk about the it factor, that the, the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy, all of that. Amazing talent, brilliant talent. Um, yeah, I... I feel, I feel bad saying it because, again, massive Jeff Hardy fan. Um, but it's just, I, I don't need to see Jeff Hardy these days on my TV. I mean, I can see him on TV. I just don't, I don't need to see him. It's it's hard to watch the matches for both the Hardys because, and it's only because they've done so much over the years. They put their bodies on the line so many times. So it's like, but it, you can clearly see the, the impact that's had and their, their work style is a lot slower. It's a lot clunkier. Those swantons look absolutely brutal for whoever is taken them now. There's no there's no pulling up. There's no, it's just Jeff Hardy's coming down here. Bang, that's it. So, I mean, I think Jeff Hardy will wrestle for as long as Jeff Hardy wants to wrestle. I, I think Jeff Hardy will be one of those people who will wrestle for as long as he can, whether that's just in a independent show in front of 50 people or whether that's on a pay-per-view in front of 
50,000 people. I just think, I think Jeff will, will carry on. I don't think there'll be any particular retirement with him unless something major happens where his body just stops. Uh, right, uh, the one to Alan Taylor, when, if Kenny Omega comes back to AEW, should the story be the Young Bucks using their executive powers to strip Kenny of his position and have him be an employee contractor turning the story into the classic work of fights, evil bosses? I think that's a really fun idea. The only thing, the problem I have, not a problem I have with it, but the only issue I think would be what, where are the young bucks when Kenny comes back? Because I mean, this is this the, the stuff going on with Kenny Omega, the diverticulitis. There's he's not had any operations yet because it's still such a delicate situation that you can't have surgery by all accounts, recent reports. Um, and there's just this indefinite uncertainty on when he will be able to come back. So, I mean, again, I, I have no inside information on this, but you could be talking maybe you know a year. Uh, are the and, and if that was the case, would the young bucks be in those same characters in a year's time? Um, who knows? I mean, hopefully all the best with Kenny and hopefully he's back in the ring ASAP. But first and foremost, just get himself sorted, take whatever recovery time he needs. Um, but yeah, so I, th I think the idea, if it's possible, I think that would be great uh, where you have Kenny as the, the, the kind of the, the baby face EVP who's kind of banished and has to go against the evil books. I think that'd be really, really fun. Uh, Nick Johnson, who would your top three picks be to face Adam in the Copeland Open Challenge? Hook? Hmm. Hook, 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 hook. Uh, absolute Ricky Starks. And... I mean, Swerve Strickland, but that feels like a big deal. Save that for TV. So could Ricky... Uh, sorry, save that for pay-per-view. So could Ricky Starks, though. Uh, so could Hook. Um, one intriguing one with Brian Danielson. Eddie Kingston. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities. Then you, you, you try and look with the open challenges. You look maybe at some of the younger guys. Obviously, Garcia is one. Uh, Darby Allen people like that uh yeah there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of potential with this um right last question from rob atkinson uh morning andrew hell has frozen over and a co-event between aw and w is happening you've been allowed to create one match which is your own personal dream match who have you got it's a simple answer it's kenny omega it's cm punk it's the match that should have happened it's the match that would have made a whole load of money for aw it's a match that would have brought a whole load of interest would have drove tv ratings would have brought in so many people so many eyes but no no they, that, that, that couldn't happen i just, that, that's that's the one with me and especially it seems like you know the issues between punk and kenny weren't actually that bad it's mainly the punk and the books that was the issue um so yeah alas we didn't get that so i would do that i do kenny omega i do cm punk i'm for, for i'm gonna throw in a couple of extra matches because i want to do a women's match so i go with rhea ripley versus fit and healthy jamie hater and let's do a tag match uh ftr ftr versus diy run that back some absolutely phenomenal matches over the years right that has been it there'll be another video here click on that for more ramblings uh, i've been andrew Powell from what culture wrestling this has been the solo sunday news have a great rest of your day and i'll catch you soon why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.